You are now listening to episode 64 of the No Shame In My Name podcast. I'm your host, Juliana. I'm just coming on here with a disclaimer. My audio on this episode sounds a little bit distorted, so apologies in advance. Nonetheless, our guest is sounding amazing. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Today we're joined by a special guest. Rebecca Clark. <laughs> Hi, Rebecca. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Juliana. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, like, it's so exciting to have you on the pod today. Can you, like, tell us more about yourself? Yeah, thanks for having me. I was really intrigued to hear about your podcast. And I think I mentioned to you on email before, I love names. I'm fascinated by names and meanings of them and why people choose them. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a, it's a delight to be speaking to you this morning about my name. I met you at the Stack World. Yes, we were sat next to each other at an event, weren't we, the other week, but we didn't actually have a chance to say a proper hello. Yeah, yeah, that's so crazy. Do you have a business currently that makes your... I do. So there's a couple, there's two things mainly that I do. Um, I'm a communications consultant and I've had a little boutique consultancy coming up for 10 years. Um, but then the other thing that I'm building at the moment is a new business called Happy Marlowe. And that is all about supporting children and their emotional well-being through a range of holistic tools and techniques. So we're focusing on three-year-olds to 11-year-olds and really helping them to build their emotional muscles as they're growing up, helping them to navigate the inevitable ups and downs of childhood. Wow, that's amazing. And is it is it launched have you launched it yet or is it we have launched we're out in the world we're on social media and we have a website we were at wilderness festival during the summer where we delivered a live session which was really exciting oh, um, yeah it was brilliant and so just now we're we're building more of our, our tools more of our content and we're actually just about to launch this month our new members area on our website so people will be able to log in there and access some more some more of our marlow moments as we call them they're bite-sized chunks because we're trying to encourage children and their families to use these every day so each yeah. moment is around five to seven minutes Oh, wow. Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's really exciting. Um, yeah, I'm just, I guess I'm going to just launch into the question that I ask all my guests, which is, <laughs> what name are you bringing to the podcast today and why? Well, the name I'm bringing is my own name. My full name is Rebecca Pauline Clark. I'm bringing it because I love my first name in particular. Uh, and I often get questions about it because it's Rebecca spelt with a K. Um, I'm also bringing it because it's not the name I was born with. It was gifted to me by my adopted mother. Um, but it's the only name I've ever really known um, because I've had it since I was three years old. And I'm often asked about the spelling of my first name. So it's spelt R-E-B-E-K-A-H. I've spent a lot of my life spelling that out. <laughs> um, and I always tell people that it's Hebrew because it is. It's one of the very early spellings of Rebecca. Uh, and my mum was a Sunday school teacher when I was little. And this was the spelling she had in her Bible. And she always told me that the name means captivating and charming. Rebecca appears in the Old Testament in Genesis, and she was the wife of Isaac and the mother of Jacob and Esau. And so one of the kind of early 
biblical matriarchs. And so coming from a religious family, I'm, I'm not particularly religious now, but growing up in that kind of family and having this name and the fact that people would often ask about it always felt rather special. You mentioned earlier that you've always had an intrigue with names. When mm. did that kind of start or begin? Well, probably for as long as I remember. And it's only now kind of looking back and even you know, thinking about this conversation we're having today, I suspect it's probably because some of the reasons I've just described, the fact that I you know, knew, I always knew that I was adopted. I always knew that I had been born with a different name, which was Bridget. Um, and so I guess these kind of those experiences planted the seeds of this this fascination with names and the meaning that they can hold to the people that they bestow them. So, for example, I was always told my birth mother had named me Bridget after her best friend, and I found that kind of fascinating. And then my parents kept my the middle name Pauline that I was born with as a kind of nod or tribute to my birth mother. Um, and so, I think it's probably from that that naming was such a big part of my you know child childhood and, and my identity or origin story, if you like, that it always held a fascination and a curiosity for me in a way which I kind of thought was normal. You know, I took it for granted. Mm -hmm. And perhaps it's only now I can see. And when I was thinking about the naming of my own daughter, I realized people choose baby names without knowing the meaning, which for me is absolutely crazy. <laughs> Um, just because that's how my, my brain is wired. So my husband and I spent a lot of time poring over um, names for her. I wanted it to be Hebrew um, because even though I'm not Jewish, I just always felt this, like I said, specialness, I suppose, or this affinity around my name being Hebrew. And I wanted my daughter to, to share that in some way. So we spent a lot of time poring over different names and what they meant and the sound of them, the spelling of them. And so, yeah, I'm only really kind of grasping that perhaps not everyone as obsessed with names in the way that I am. Yeah, I know that's You mentioned earlier that um, you spent a lot, a lot of time um, spelling your name out. What kind of people always just revert to the double C A? Yes, um, yes. So a lot of C C A's, and then you know, then kind of knowing that my name is spelled differently, that would then lead to all kinds of confusion. It's almost as though people would know, oh, I know it's not spelled with CCA, so I'm going to put in a C and a K together, or maybe there's two Bs, or so I would end up not with the CCA version, but other versions of how people thought it might be spelled. So yeah, lots of spelling mistakes over the years. And one of the things I always remember growing up as a child, a little girl in the 80s, and I think it's still popular now, but it definitely was around personalized items. You know, when you kind of go to gift shops on holiday and there'd be pencils or rulers or all kinds of merchandise, essentially, with kids' names. And even though I loved that I had this fairly different um, name, I didn't know anyone else with their names about my name my way, sorry, when I was growing up. You know, I could never find my name on these items. And that was always a bit sad. Mm -hmm. So I've definitely met and come across more Rebecca's with a K as I've got older, but not so many in, you know, the home counties in, in Hertfordshire and Bedfordshire when I was growing up back in back in the 80s. Yeah, no, I spoke to someone who um, has, has or has, yeah, have the same name as you a few weeks ago. Mm. That people always used to say, what kind of spelling is that? And she used to say, it's a spelling in the Bible. Like, yes, 
Yes, I'm exactly the same as that person because you could, I could sometimes get quite defensive because people would say things like, oh, you know, did you, your parents just made that up or there was this sense that, um, you know, my parents may be trying to be different or trendy or wacky or they maybe they couldn't even spell. And so from very early, I was, I was very proud. I was fiercely proud of my name and the fact that, you know, the, the fact that it's Hebrew and it's from the Bible, it's an incredibly, incredibly old name and an old way of spelling it. So I always, like your, your friend or the person you met would kind of say, no, um, it's it's almost the correct way I would sometimes say as a child. And all the other, all the other Rebecca's are wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so funny. Um... I have two big sisters, um, two two adopted elder sisters and so they were part of this process when my family were choosing this new name for me and I always remember Dawn um one of my sisters she would have been around 14 15 when this was happening and she threw into the hat the name Haley. and um you know no, I don't have anything against the name Haley, but it's really funny because I think oh my goodness I don't feel like a Haley at all like that name <laughs> I don't feel any connection or sense um that that name belongs to me was for me um so i was always very pleased that my mum kind of vetoed and, and had the final decision so growing up no not a lot of discussion particularly around names but sometimes yeah we'd talk about my name and why it was chosen and i think it's a part of that might have been because i really i had such a strong dislike for the name bridget the name that i was born with and although i have no memory of being called that. Um, obviously, you know, it's on my original birth certificate. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if even as a small girl, I just maybe associated it with, you know, some of the negativity around my early months um, and some of the, the things that were going on with my birth mother. But I just really disliked it. And I remember, you know, I'm of the generation when, when Bridget Jones, the book first came out and I would have been a teenager at that point and the film. And even though I loved that whole thing, I, again, I didn't feel this connection. Like it was something that wasn't to do with me. Or I almost wanted to like push it away. I think, sorry, just to say, I thought that was quite precious that your parents kept your um, middle name as well. Mm -hmm. as a nod to your best parents, but do you know much about the meaning of Pauline and why you remember that? I can't remember, and I, I meant to ask um, my mum where where it came from in, on, my, on my birth mother's side. I'm not sure, but again, I didn't ever really like that name. Um, but I do now know that Pauline means humble, which I like, <laughs> and it's a, it's a feminine version of Paul. And um, it's also interesting when you meet people and they you know, they have a name and they kind of can have an impact on your, your feelings towards that name. So I very recently made friends with someone called Paulina, um, who is lovely. And so it brings, you know, when you meet people, and I have another friend called Pauline too, when you meet people along the way, it can make you feel differently about names. For a while, I wouldn't use it. Um, you know, on forms, when people would ask you to put in your middle name, if you had one, I'd almost pretend that I didn't have one. Yeah. Um, and we didn't use it when we, when my husband and I got married. So it is, it's really interesting, isn't it? How these things can feel so important or you can you create stories essentially around them. But I 
what I'm recognizing more and more about lots of things in my life and the older I get is that we always have a choice and we can choose what stories we want to create or tell ourselves about different things. And we can always choose to make them a bit more positive. And that's definitely what I'm doing more of. Um, I find the older I get. That's so powerful. I love that. Breaking speak when they say like, names are so important because they shape like who you are, your identity, like when you name someone, that means that that's the soul, that's what you want the child to kind of embody through the mm. media. I know my thought mm. that when you name children, it's like you're naming them because you want that uh, characteristic to be prominent in them and you want them to go a certain way, sort of thing. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And I agree with it because I think of, again, naming my daughter. And um, so my little girl is called Aura Felicity. Aww. and or- <laughs> Thank you. Aura, as I mentioned, is a Hebrew name. It's a very old Hebrew name. Um, And so when we named her, I remember some of my Jewish friends saying, oh my goodness, I haven't heard that name in years. Or I had a really old aunt called Aura, one of them told me, a great aunt. And um, again, being fascinated with names, one of the things that I was obsessed with (laughs) while we were choosing names for Aura was the popularity of names because I wanted her to have something that was unusual um, but not, you know, not crazy or trying to be, you know, super cool or anything, but just something that was perhaps a bit unusual. And so I don't know if you know, you probably do, but you can go onto the Office of National Statistics website and you can find out how many babies have been born with a name in any particular year. And so <laughs> when I was pregnant with Aura, you know, when names would come up, I would part of the research would be to find out the meanings, um, maybe have a look to see if anyone else, when you, I would literally Google the names. So the name we were considering with our surname, Google it, see who else in the world has got this name <laughs> to see if anyone was coming up. And then I would go on to the Office of National Statistics to see how many babies in the UK had been born with that first name. And so the year before Aura was born, there were only nine babies um, in the whole of the UK called Aura. And if we compare that to, say, the most popular girl's name of that year, which was Olivia, um, there are around five and a half thousand Olivia's born in that year. So that was that was very interesting. So Aura means light in Hebrew, which I really, really liked. And her name Felicity is a Latin name and it means happy, happiness or happy-go-lucky. So Felix is the, the male version of that and means the same. And so uh, our families were kind of like, where has that come from? You know, yeah. and other people would say, is that a family name? Why have, you, why have you chosen Felicity? And again, it was because of the meaning. I'll admit, we both liked Felicity Jones, the actress, <laughs> and she inspired us a little bit. But it was the merging of Aura Felicity, which means light and happiness, which was just hugely compelling. Um, and, you know, we, we, gifted it to her with absolute love. And that was our wish for her, really, that she would be light, that she would experience light and a life bringing and experiencing happiness. Um, So, And so far, so good, I would say, (laughs) at three years old. She's definitely demonstrating those things. That's such a special story. I love how you say gifted when you're talking about the names. I don't know, because I don't usually hear that in like... 
oh, I gave my child this name or this mm. name to me. But I love how you're saying, like, gifted. Well, it is a response. It's a responsibility, I think. And it goes back to what you were saying around this idea of people living up to their names or names sometimes, you know, just in the society in which we live can be a hindrance, right? That's unfortunately the reality. People, there's unconscious bias to deal with. People stereotype or make decisions about you purely based on your name. And that can be positive or it can be negative. So I, yeah, I've always felt that there is a responsibility around naming a child because of that. It's just being aware of that. So yeah, I'm realizing I really am interested in all things to do with names. Oh, that's amazing. Likewise, and I didn't know about the office for national statistics. Oh, get on it. Get on it. It's fascinating. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's good to know. Well, I guess, I don't know. I think I've asked most of the questions, but um, do you, I guess this is the final question which I'd like to ask people, which is um, what do you want the world to know about your name or names in general? Well, when I was thinking about this question, I thought, what do I want the world to know about my name? And what came to me was this, that this name is mine and it makes me feel strong and it makes me feel special. It does because of how I received it. And the other thing I want people to know about my name is that no, you can absolutely never call me Becky. Only one of my sisters gets away with calling me Becky um, and she doesn't do it very often. But I'm just not a Becky. I just don't, I don't feel like a Becky. I don't. So yes, I'm not against shortening at all. It's just that my friends call me Becca. That's the the shortening Uh, of my name. Okay, yeah, now I hear that. Growing up, my my family called me, called me Julie. Uh Uh-huh. when I go into like professional settings, I'm always introducing myself as Juliana. So then I'm like, yeah, everyone calls me Judy. They're like, you're not Judy. And I'm like, well, that's <laughs> <laughs> I am at home. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you know, it's very interesting, like the different layers of names. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, the stories that they tell. Oh my gosh, Rebecca, it's been such a pleasure to um, speak to you this morning. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I mean, we're doing this at eight o'clock on a Monday morning. So, what a lovely way to start the week. I know, right? Oh, it's amazing. Um, I wanted to ask you about the name of your business. So the name of the, the children's wellbeing business is Happy Marlow, and Marlow is spelt M A R. Uh, L-O, M-A-R-L-O. So when I was trying, when I was trying to think of a name for the business, I initially wanted to call it Felix because of the reasons I said before about felicity, um, meaning happy-go-lucky and my belief that that's what childhood should be. And unfortunately for many children, it's not. Um, And so this business was going to be called Felix. And then I found out pretty quickly that there's a stress management um, business in London already called Felix. And although they uh, work with adults, it just felt too much in the same space. And so I thought, okay, I can't use that name. And so I was looking at lots of different names. And I'm sure um, if you've had experience of naming a business or even trying to find a, a 
an available domain name for a website, it's incredibly hard to find something that hasn't already been taken. Um, so I was looking at different names and thinking about you know the, the vision and the mission of this this business uh, around helping children. And I'd found this Arabic name, and I can't remember what it is right now, but because I was going through so many different names, but I found an Arabic name which meant best friend. And Happy Marlow is every child's best friend, or that's what we um, aspire to become. So I was looking for names that meant other names that meant best friend. And when I was Googling, of course, it started bringing up things about dogs with you know, dogs being man's best friend. I was like, oh, that's not what I mean. I don't mean dogs. <laughs> so um, I'd had a very frustrating afternoon and thought, let me just leave it. Let me leave it for now and um, see what see what comes to me. And that night around three o'clock, as often happens, my dog, who is called Marlo, jumped into bed with me, woke me up. And I just thought in that moment, ah, that's what this is called because Marlo is a whippet. And when we got her, we chose that breed because whippets are known to be hugely compassionate and gentle and they love children. At the time we got her, we were trying to get pregnant. And so we had you know, aura in mind before she was even conceived. Mm-hmm. And so I just had this feeling of, yeah, Marlo is is the kind of embodiment of what I'm trying to do. This kind of gentle, playful, loves children, compassionate um, being. And I just thought in that moment, that's what this is. It's Happy Marlow. Um, and if I may, I do have another quick story about how we named Marlow the dog to begin with. We were going to look at a litter of, of whippet puppies and we'd been deciding again. Yeah, you know, I I spent a lot of time on this this name of list this list of names in the same way as I did later for Aura around what we're gonna call our dog. And we had decided before we went to see the litter that the name Petra was really nice. We liked that name. It felt like a, a good strong name and we liked the sound of it so we went off to boston in lincolnshire to see these puppies and they were just adorable you know there were eight of these pups four girls four boys eight weeks old Uh, they might have been four weeks old actually when we when we saw them and there were these two in particular that we gravitated towards and one of them it seems like a, a strange reason to get a puppy but she just looked so sad she looked so sad and so gorgeous and i just knew that she was the one that would come home with us a few weeks later. But the problem was when we were in the car driving home, we realized very quickly this sad, sweet dog was not a Petra. Like she just didn't live up to this name as we really kind of understood it. So we're thinking, what are we going to call her? Um, And so I looked at my list of names and some of them did have some potential baby names thrown in there as well. And uh, Marlo was on the list. And we just thought, that's that's her name. That's her name. It's just, we, I love that it ends in an O. Sometimes people want to put a W on the end there. But when I look at the name and I say the name, it just seems really warm and lovely. And I came across that name because she's an American actress who played the mother of Rachel Green in Friends. <laughs> and many years before, some American friends had been talking about her. And I was like, oh, I love that name, Marlo. It's unusual. And I like the way that she spells it. So that is how my dog was named. And that was how my business is named. <laughs> Thank you.
wow. So yeah, thank you, um, Rebecca. Do you have any socials where people can find out more about Happy Milo? Thank you for asking. Yes, we are on Instagram and we're on Facebook and our handle is at Happy Marlow Life. And we also have a website, which is happymarlow.com. Thank you for listening to the No Shame In My Name podcast. Until the next time, bye. forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods